Hey Miley, we need some intro music. Okay, let's go down that road. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> There's a surprise at every turn. Woman, get it. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Woman Get In podcast. I am Miley. I am Mandy. And we are your co-hosts for this awesome, although I am biased, awesome podcast <laughs> we're awesome so why so, wouldn't our podcast yeah. be awesome <laughs> i mean do the math of course exactly i'm not a scientist but it's it, you don't have to be a scientist to know how awesome we are so <laughs> that's it period mike's mike mike slam no mike drop there you go so how was your weekend it was busy busy good um, yes, busy, good, busy, hectic, busy, like the, so we're recording this on Tuesday Yes, and, uh, it's, I feel like I'm basically ending five straight days of work, mm. like nonstop work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's odd because normally I'm more recovering and not, what's it called? Like I'm, I'm more resting usually on Sunday, Monday. And then my week kind of starts Tuesday through Saturday for the baking. Mm -hmm. And uh, with an event this past weekend, and then I just happened to have a whole bunch of orders due today, Tuesday. Oh. So I think everything went out today. Okay. I did a few things. Something small went out yesterday, but um, I think I had three orders due on Sunday. I didn't even work the event on Saturday. Yeah. Friends, Shireen and Mr. Boyfriend worked it. Mm -hmm. And I went back home to finish baking up orders. And you were under the weather too. I was so. at the beginning of the week. That's why I didn't mm -hmm. like, I was so behind. I didn't get a head start like I normally would have. So I was really busy all through Saturday running around Sunday baking. And then I started dog sitting for the guests that we have today. Yeah, <laughs> She's we, out of town. Actually, let's, uh, let's segue into... Where are we today? <laughs> like right now, we are recording not in our usual studio, no. which is your living room and or the official studio. Yeah. But we are in our guest's closet, closet <laughs> where she also recorded with us. Indeed. So it's all full circle. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And, you know, looking around like the, you know, we, we talk about the blue, the blue walls. Oh, yeah. And the organization in this closet and we talk about how this closet is bigger than my casita which <laughs> i love it it is probably like a third of the size of your casita maybe a quarter i mean in all reality it's bigger than the bedroom portion of your casita. oh yeah for sure <laughs> mm -hmm. but your casita is what 280 square feet or something yeah maybe but uh, you know, the lights in here are beautiful. Yeah. Tess has a lot of sparkly things. So she has lots of sparkly things and lots of like furry things. You notice the texture of the carpet's really plush. Oh. Yeah. If oh. you noticed around the house, there you might have not have noticed on a quick walkthrough, but there's lots of like uh, fur hair type of textures and real plush blankets. And I did notice the plush blankets on the sofa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It made me want to curl up in it and relax and be calm and just, yeah. like, you know, and so, yes. I think that's her goal. Oh. I think there's lots of things that are comforting and comfy to touch mm. and be in and on. Very intentional. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. So, Not just looks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we yeah. are in the closet because the pets are here, which is why I am here. They are traveling in California. I am watching the animals. And so we came into the closet to get some quiet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know if you we mentioned our guest's name. Her name is Tess Chalice. I said her, her first name. Okay, yes. cool. I wasn't sure. Because we... It's okay. You don't have to listen to me. <laughs> well, I was distracted by her chandelier lights. Can we can we blame it on the chandelier lights or the plush carpet? It's like, ooh, sparkly. Uh, yeah, sparkly, very, very sparkly. And it, and it is um, mostly Tess looking around. John does have his cute little corner over there. Oh. Um, oh. Oh. <laughs> I didn't see that corner. It's great. All these built-ins in here. It's yeah. fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Everything hanging. I love it. It's nice. Yeah, it's so super this is awesome. I'm excited for today's episode. Me too. We talked about a lot of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Relationships. Healthy, like the healthy mm-hmm. and good parts of relationships and how to, how to, uh, how to be on that journey. Mm-hmm. Indicators that you might not be in a healthy relationship, I think we touched on. And then some... Or areas of improvement, right? Yeah. It's not that anyone is unhealthy or, unhel- or healthy. Oh, it's some that people are unhealthy. <laughs> I can think of yes. people we've both dated mm. that are terribly unhealthy in relationships. Yeah. And we both had a part in that. Of course. I, yes. <laughs> I'm not innocent of it. <laughs> of course. I guess I was just merely thinking that uh, for those of our listeners who are in relationships, don't think that this is a black or white like you're either healthy or you're unhealthy that there's always going to be certain aspects that are unhealthy that you can improve on and so i hope that our our episode helps you identify those areas and that there are other areas in your relationship that might be healthy and highlight and celebrate those is really what i was getting at like there's no your your entire relationship is completely unhealthy or it's completely healthy there's for me always like a mix of it that's totally fair if you are recognizing unhealthy patterns perhaps this podcast will help you yeah um take note of them and figure out some things to Mm -hmm, do mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. make them suit you better yeah yeah anything new and good in your life mandy well i'm over mostly being sick Yay. Like, I'm on that, like, tail end of mm-hmm. things, so if I still sound a little funny, I sounded really weird a few days ago, like, incredibly stepped up, like, just so congested, um, even though I was feeling a lot better, but uh, just house-sitting, dog-sitting, I get Wednesday off this week, middle of the week, that's fun. Mm, have you been uh, caught up or had catching up or watching Wednesday? Oh, girl, that's done? done. I did that in Michigan. Oh, no, I wasn't sure if you watched the entire. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, yeah. We watched two episodes a night until it was done. Ah, so okay. I thought you had only watched a couple and then you were still. Mm-mm. Did you finish it? I haven't even started. Oh, no. I've been really, really busy. Yeah, that's fair. And it takes some time to get through yeah, a whole. Yeah, and you know me. <laughs> I'm going to wait till I can just watch the entire thing. I was going to say, Miley won't night. just watch yeah, one I'm or two. I'm a danger. <laughs> yes. She's not like, let me see if I like this. Mm, I know I'm going to like it. So I need to plan ahead and like, plan a night where I just watch it straight. It's eight episodes, you said? It is. And so they're just, 45-ish yeah. minutes. So I should probably start around like 6 p.m. after work one day and watch yeah. it straight till like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Yeah, yeah. Then you only need, you know, pee style. breaks and Yeah, yeah, snacks. exactly. Mm-hmm. And if That's you're in your you can do all that while still exactly. watching it because it's not that big. <laughs> it's not that big. You're never that far away from the screen. <laughs> and my screen is so big. It takes up half my wall. So I'm really lucky like that. Yeah, it's beautiful. I love uh, it. But yeah, yeah. So I'll probably, it's on my list. I did watch, since I paid for 
Apple TV, which mm-hmm. I think we talked about last yes. week. And you I missed uh, the cancellation uh, so window. Annoying. So it's already alerted me that my end is near. Mm. And I have like two more weeks. I'm like, mm. calm down, Apple. <laughs> I'm like two weeks into my one month that I begrudgingly paid for. But I did finish Ted Lasso. So oh, I had started Ted Lasso I... on someone else's oh. like a year, 15 months ago or something. I saw maybe two episodes. And I forgot until I had Apple TV again and I see it there and I'm like, oh my gosh, Ted Lasso. I liked it. I remember liking it when mm-hmm. I saw it the last time. I'm like, I'm going to start this again. A lot again. of people love It's that. so great. Yes. So I finished the first season. Oh, like I watched a few. Like four seasons. Um, I think there's I, the third one maybe. there's oh. So the first one was in 2020. The second oh. season was 21. I'm assuming there's a third season for oh, 2022. Okay. I just haven't gotten that far. Mm. So I did finish the first season and it was awesome. I loved it. It's such a good show. He's a great character. It's like the first time I've really liked Jason Sudeikis. Mm. I just, he's always played characters that I find very obnoxious, annoying, too selfish. And this guy is... The complete, complete opposite. Opposite. Yeah. And he's just so wholesome uh-huh. and like quirky. What I hear. It's fabulous. <laughs> it, so and he good. bakes. Ah, brownie points. <laughs> That's a teaser. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really fun. The cast is really great. No one else I really know from anything, but I just don't know a oh. lot of British actors, maybe. Mm. Mm. But it's good. It's, it's really nice, though. I'm excited about that. I'm going to try to get through at least the second season before they pull the plug on me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish you the best. Yeah, there's nothing else on Apple I'm interested in, oh. so I don't really mind that I only have it for two more weeks. Once I get through Ted Lasso, I got no, I got no yeah. business there. And then cancel right away before you miss your window. I already did. Ah, okay. So I'm on a countdown right now. Oh, that's why they were like, two weeks left, make yeah. sure you... They were like, hey, your subscription's ending. Did you, you want know? to renew? Yeah. <laughs> Did you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're fine. Thank yeah, you. No. Bye-bye. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> How funny. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Good. So I'm I glad. watched Ted Lasso, like, while I was feeling under the weather last week. And then I finished it up here at Tessa's house in her massage chair. Oh, Before right. you leave, you should yes, jump in the massage please. chair. I mean, you don't have to jump in it. You should sit in it very carefully. But <laughs> I can also jump in it. Sit in it and do like a 10 or 20 minute oh, okay. uh, and like turn the heat up. Oh, I would love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's, that's what I need. It's super. I sat in it for an hour yesterday and oh. I watched the last two episodes of Ted Lasso. I love it. I love it. That's I got like, awesome. I turned on just the foot massagers for a little while. <laughs> and then I just had like back kneading and there's a shiatsu setting. Ooh. Yeah. I decided tomorrow on my quote day off, the only day I'm not baking this week. I'm getting in her steam shower. What? Yeah. Oh. Would you like a... Can, can we have a slumber party? <laughs> sure. Did you bring some stuff? Hang out. Oh. We got, there's lots of beds yeah. here. Okay. Mm, I might. Molly's like, I'll sleep right Do in this closet. Do you think Tess and John are looking for a kid to adopt? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I mean, most of their... Yeah, all of their kids are now oh. off to college. So I think... I can take care of myself. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> you just need someone to cook. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can totally Tess do that. loves cooking. Yeah, see? <laughs> Perfect match. She's going to, I hope she's laughing listening to this. <laughs> I'm very obedient. Yeah. <laughs> you barely know Miley's there. She works late hours. <laughs> I know. My landlady's always like, I'm not sure if you still live here. I never see you. And I'm like, well, I come home at midnight and I leave at 6 a.m. You go to sleep at 9 and you wake up at 7. So... <laughs> 
I like her schedule. She retired. Oh, I like yeah. that. Nine to I seven. Little, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I decided my that. ideal bedtime is 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. Oh. I feel like that's my sweet spot. Okay. Like, I don't yeah, want to yeah, go to yeah. bed before 11. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My body's like, no, no, thank you. No, no, thank you. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> that's hilarious. Like, if nice. I do go to bed early, I don't fall asleep. I just lay there. And my body's like, not till 11. <laughs> I refuse. Yeah, it's like no, Mm-mm, not that's time. It's, well, it's a whole thing. But, anyways, well, I'm excited. Yeah, for our listeners to listen to our episode with Tess. Me too. A lot of good pearls in there. There really are. It's it's just it's a really fun chat about relationships, mm-hmm. and I think there's something for literally everyone. Right. Yeah. No matter if you're single. We talk about dating, dating apps, the dating mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. We talk about relationships. And we talk a little bit about her marriage as well. Oh, yeah, and, the marriage. And marriage stuff, too. Mm-hmm. And so, like you said, a little of something-something for everybody. Building blocks and strengthening tools. It's it's good stuff. I like it. Yeah. And I'm, I hope our listeners enjoy. Me, too. Let's get into it. So today we are talking with Tess Chalice of TessChalice.com and One Degree Coaching. Tess has a passion for working with people to create personalized one degree pivots that transform your life and or your business. She believes you can thrive, you can have a phenomenal life, and you can do it in a way that feels truly stick withable for you. I think stick withable might be a Tess Chalice like trademark phrase. <laughs> Maybe I've had it on there so long. I can't remember if I thought it up or someone said it. I don't know. We'll give it to you. Yeah. I love it. I never <laughs> yes. before. Oh, thank to you. us, to us, it's a test chalice ism. Oh, welcome to, you. welcome to our show Tess. So thank great you. to have you. Thank you for, and thank you for letting me be in my closet. I know it's a little strange, but, but this way we won't be interrupted by like barking dogs and meowing cats. Oh yeah. No, but well, no worries. No worries. A closet is actually one of the best places to record because yes. And your closet is incredible, like incredibly organized and pretty. And you have a blue wall and pink accessory boxes and stuff. That's real pretty. And can I just say that my husband, speaking of good relationships, is a man who's like, sweetie, whatever makes you happy. You know, in my past, I would have had a partner who would have judged me for wanting to have a cute closet. And so he's just like, whatever color you want and just like make it cute. And but he'll make jokes about like, am I even allowed in here? It's very girly and pink. <laughs> and your carpet yeah. also, because I've been to your home has or the carpet in her closet is this plush, like real plushy, soft, inviting white carpet. Like I've oh, walked, thanks. I've walked by it and I'm like, Ooh, don't go in there. Oh, <laughs> well, you could come Aww. in come in and sit on it. It's called heaven. It oh. was kind of expensive, but he's like, well, it's this tiny little space. Just we'll go with something really nice. So, yeah. You know, um, if I may, I know we're talking about healthy relationships today, but I also really want to recognize that I really appreciate you sharing the good things about your relationship too, like you sharing with me how, how your husband is in regards to things that might seem little, but it's actually a really big thing to me. It's nice to know that there are relationships out there that it's like, Hey, you want a cute closet? Go ahead. It's not that big of a deal. Why would I make it a big deal? Like 
you want to, if it makes you happy, that's what matters the most. And so I, I really appreciate that because not only are you sharing, uh, about your relationship and just recognizing him, but also it's a way to kind of model for people like me who may mm-hmm. or may not have lost some faith in healthy, good relationships out there. It's good to know that those still exist. Oh yeah. We could talk for hours about this, Miley. And, and I know whereof I speak because I've had a lot of like unhealthy relationships and, you know, and a lot of that comes from that. I didn't believe, you know, there was, it's like, you have this self-judgment that's internalized and we do this, you know, if let's say we have a, you know, let's say we have a judgmental parent in our childhood who makes us feel wrong for wanting a nice closet for being hype. I'm hyper organized, which Mandy's been in my house. She knows I'm like an organizational freak. And I've been so judged in past relationships for that. And it's like my husband now, he's like, oh, I appreciate it. I love that you love to do this. If you want to get new little thingies at the container store, knock yourself out. Like, you know, he's like, if it makes you happy. And it's like, that's a, like a little thing, but it's just makes me so happy, you know? And Mandy, we're, you know, Zodiac people, like we're cancers. Cancers like to nest. We like to have, are you? Yeah, I'm a cancer too. (laughs) Women get in. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) So seriously, we, so no wonder you get that. We love our little cute, cozy, homey, you know, for me organized and it just makes me very happy. And so it's really nice to have It's for me. It's not even a little thing to have a partner who's so just, he just validates. He's just so validating for that. And when you say the word happy for me, it's even more than happy, right? It's like happy is one thing, but if it makes you happy, if it makes you relaxed, if it makes yes, you feel relaxed. safe, it makes you feel good and calm and peaceful. It's just joyful. Those are all words that I would lump into whenever I say the, the phrase, like if it makes me happy or if it makes you happy, I want yeah. all of those things for you. Yeah. Relaxed. Peace. Oh, sorry, Mandy. I was just going to say relaxed is a great word because feeling relaxed around yeah. a person really is a huge, peaceful. Mm-hmm. huge piece. Go ahead, Mandy. Yeah, I was thinking what well, basically what you guys are saying, like it's about like a relationship should bring you some peace inside, right? Like there should be yes. serenity. Yes. So yes. Yes. happy, joyous and free. Like you should be able to be yourself and express. Oh, it. yes. And I know I'm skipping ahead, but we talked about some things we were going to discuss on the call and we were talking about like um, dating tips for single people. And, you know, I used to be so quick to, you know, if I met someone, I was like, and oh yes, this is my person. And and I finally realized that you can't know right away if someone's a yes. You can know if they're a no. You don't want to be too judgmental, but like sometimes, you know, it's just a no. Um, but you know, a maybe is what you're really looking for. And so for me, when I first met John, I was like, okay, he's a maybe. And I, but I one thing that I knew was that he was kind and that I felt really just, I just felt relaxed and comfortable around him. I, I felt like he was a safe person. I felt like I could ask him a million annoying questions and he would just patiently answer me. And it was just like, okay, that's what you want to look for. You want to look for someone who makes you feel safe and comfortable, relaxed. Like you can just be you. You don't have to be wear makeup or whatever, have your hair. You can just, you can just freaking relax. So I, uh, uh, on this show, uh, my guy, we refer to as Mr. Boyfriend and Mr. Boyfriend <laughs> to maintain some anonymity for him, but Mr. Boyfriend always, it's so funny. Cause now that I work from home and I'm baking in the kitchen, I don't wear makeup some days, If I don't leave the house. I'm like, I look pretty much like this. Like right now I have eyebrows and a little eyeliner on. Cause I just got a facial, but, uh, like he'll come home and he's like, 
people are so beautiful. And he just like showers me with compliments. And I'm like, Aww. my hair's in a ponytail. I haven't brushed it in a day and a half. I'm wearing the same like lounge clothes I wore yesterday. <laughs> and he'll just say the cutest things to me. And I'm like, you're so damn adorable. <laughs> Oh, that's great. That makes me so happy to hear that. That's how it should be. And you are beautiful. And it's like, you want someone who, who just really thinks you're beautiful just as you are, that you don't have to try to, you don't want to have to try to impress someone. Just be yourself. You're enough. Every woman listening to this, you are enough. Just, just as you are, you are enough for the right person. Well, for yourself, you are enough period, end of sentence. And the right person will get that. So maybe we should just jump into the dating tip stuff and then we will kind of circle around to the strengthening relationships part. And you've met your husband on a dating app and you decided he was a maybe. What tips would you give listeners on how to get better quality dates from the apps? Like, I feel like sometimes, you know, you have to screen not too hard, not too loose, but like, are there things to do in the apps that can help people get like better Maybe, first yeah. dates. Yeah. And you just have to put yourself out there. And, you know, I've been thinking about this relationship stuff because the other morning, um, I get a lot of my best ideas when I'm meditating, but the other morning or a couple weeks ago, I was meditating and I uh, got this idea of like eight tenants for creating a healthy relationship. And I was like, oh, wow, I could work with my relationship clients with these. Um, and one of them is, is to create inroads. And so you want to have, you can't sit in your room alone, never go out, never be on dating apps, never be any sort of there. There has to be some way for the universe or whatever you want to call it to bring you that person. And so dating apps are honestly a great way to do that. Now you have to, it's like a thrift store. Have you ever gone into a thrift store and you find this like amazing thing and you're like, oh my gosh, this is so great. How is this in a thrift store? Well, you had to sift through a lot of crap to get to that item probably and dating apps and not that I'm calling people crappy, worthless, whatever, but like you have to d- sift through a lot of things that maybe aren't right for you to get to that one gem. And so for me, I was pretty much fed up with online dating. I was, had gone on so many first dates, so many immediate no's. And then, and then people that I thought were maybes and yeses that then I was disappointed. So the first tip is just, you gotta be kind of patient. But then one of the things that I really looked for was not so much like, okay, I didn't have an idea of, I want someone who's, you know, dark hair, blue eyes, whatever. Like I wanted someone who had kind eyes. And so that's like a big tip for me. I think that if you look through dating apps and you just look at this person and you just try to like get in touch, you know, us three cancer women, we can probably relate to like tapping into your intuition and like knowing what, you know, you know, give, give yourself credit for knowing because ladies, we are very Mm -hmm. intelligent and wise. And we often just brush that off. So, so be in your knowingness and look at it. Trust your gut. Trust your gut. Totally trust your gut. And if you're like, this guy looks a little arrogant. Like there's so many guys that you're like, you can look in their eyes and you're like, he looks kind of arrogant. Maybe. Yeah, maybe so. But for me, I didn't know if John was going to be a yes, a no, whatever. But I'm like, I, I'm pretty sure he's going to be just a nice guy because he just looked, he's just looked like a kind person. So maybe just use that. Look for a kind person. Look for somebody who, who speaks to you in a way that they're noticing you. Like, I think his first thing he messaged me was like, oh, I see you like kombucha. I've never tried that. And I was like, okay, well, that's nice. It's better than like, you're hot or 
just some stupid like what's up like I mean I actually I actually screenshot the most annoying first message which one what's up or yes I'm like I've started screenshotting stupid messages that I get just in case we ever need to do any kind of putting people on blast about what not to message people on dating ads because sometimes I get I get stuff and I'm like really this is how you approach women this is really girl I have a whole file I still haven't gotten rid of it in my phone it's called online dating comedy it is funny as hell. It's like all of the screenshots of things that were just like so ridiculous. I'm like, I can't, this is, this is comedic gold. So, you know, have fun with it. Make yourself a little file. Somebody say like, you can look at it and laugh, whatever, but like, and just know, and know that it's okay if you don't respond to everybody. Cause that is, that's such a hard thing. Cause you, as women, we get a lot of messages. Usually, um, typically you get a lot of messages as a woman and and it's hard to respond to everybody because even if you're trying to be nice, then they message back and it's like a whole thing. So just give your, be, you know, value your energy, give nice guys a chance, know what you're looking for, get clear on what you're looking for and try to make them things that really matter. Try to make them things like, for me, my list was things like kind, um, thoughtful, high integrity, things that were not, they were, they weren't picky. I had a long list. They weren't picky things, but they were like, not, they were deal breakers. So when you say know what you're looking for, my follow-up question was going to be, how do you know what you're looking for? But then followed by, do you literally recommend making a list? That's such a great question because I know there's a lot of things out there that are like, make a list. And other people are like, don't make a list, throw the list away. And I think it's honestly like anything in life, it's a balance. So know what you're looking for, get clear. That's another one of my eight tenants and you know that I work with people, but like get really clear on what you're looking for. And also have flexibility and just be very clear on is your list, you know, for me, I have a daughter. It was like somebody, one thing on my list was somebody that's, you know, my daughter's beautiful. So for me, it was like somebody that's, I feel zero creep energy around my daughter and that looks at her like as if she's his daughter and is a great dad if he has kids. And so there were things like that on my list, you know, things that were really important to me. So I thought through those sorts of things, like character things. So would you maybe say one of my friends did suggest like, Because if you just make a list, who knows how long that list will be? So one of my friends did suggest, why don't you identify the top 10 most important things? And that would be your list. Because sometimes I struggle with, you know, like what is like, (laughs) I want someone perfect done. I'm done with my (laughs) list. You know, but what is perfect? And if I start that list, I end up with 20 different characteristics. Right. And so uh, she had suggested, yeah, Yeah. she was like, why don't you just identify like the top, like 10 things that are most important? And I think literal character traits and behaviors are yeah. the things yeah. you want to focus mm. on versus like, you should be between five, eight, yeah. and six yeah. foot four. Some yeah. of my friends have recommended that. I'm like, I, I don't really care what color hair color or color no, eyes no, no. or how tall they that's are. The you know, I, thing we should care about. They're like, and that's so part of manifesting me. your man. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not trying to. <laughs> no, no, get real. No, for me, honestly, the whole physical thing was encompassed into one line. And it was like, I should be, I should be attracted to him. Oh, that I like that. Perfect. Okay. I like that. I should not feel repulsed and repelled by his physical presence. (laughs) A lot of it's like, how do you want to feel? So for me, it was like, you know, I've, like I told you guys, I, I went on a lot of dates. I was very frustrated. 
I was pretty much ready to give up. Well, I remember one date I went on with this guy and I was like, I should know this happened more than once. This happened a few times. And it was guys that were like, seem nice. They liked me. They checked all the boxes. I'm like, I should like him. But there was something about, there was one guy, I remember we were in a Whole Foods and he like touched my back and I was like, ew, like, I don't. And then there was another guy that I had the same feeling. Like, I just felt kind of like, I just didn't like the vibe. I didn't like, I just didn't feel like I was like, felt like I wanted to be physically close to him. So one of my things was also, I feel comfortable and good being physically close to him. And so, you know, I just check in with your body. Does your body feel relaxed? Does it feel comfortable? Don't gaslight yourself. Don't tell yourself I should feel this way. Oh, yes. Right. I like that. Check in with your body. Like it goes with intuition, right? Like, um, and that's part of knowing yourself and knowing what you need and what you want. Absolutely. Yes. Because we love making lists. (laughs) Oh yeah. We love making lists and we're so intuitive. Like we don't like to brag, but like, seriously, (laughs) when I was at Tessa's home, I saw so many lists and I was like, this is a dream. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. I was like, I'm a, have, I'm a checklist. For, I'm like, yes. I'm like, I love just it. Like my house. It's great. I'm going to write lists everywhere. everywhere. I love it. Oh, that's awesome. I know. Isn't it funny? But yeah. And so for, for me with John immediately, I felt like, okay, like when I, when he would hug me or he'd sit close to me, I was like, I like this feeling. This is a nice feeling. So, you know, and I think that that's, that almost goes beyond what we can perceive physically. Like, I feel like it's almost like his energy and there's a part of me that just likes his energy and it's just like, feels comfortable to me. So, so just trust your body and yeah, where that's part of our intuition and the list, I think again, it's just, it's a balance thing, you know, make a list, but don't be petty about it. Be, you yeah, know, I like that. Make, yes. Yes. Yeah. This is awesome. Okay. So fast forwarding into finding your person or you've already found your person and you're in something stable that's comfortable and safe. What are some of these top tips that listeners can use to strengthen their existing relationships? I mean, I'll just share the thing that works really well for us. We call it an RCI. I don't even know where we came up with this idea, but we, it stands for relationship check-in. And, um, and what we do is we do for us, it's a three-step thing. The first one is it's like, I don't know if Seinfeld reference means anything to anyone, but we do the airing of grievances. So Ah. we, we, he never has any, like, I don't know. I'm not a perfect person, but he's so freaking easygoing. Like, okay. Pisces men. (laughs) Okay. Easygoing. Looking for one of those now. (laughs) (laughs) So he's so easygoing that he almost, almost never has grievances, but I always have several. And they're just stupid little things. I'm like, you know, today when I had this, like, I had this crazy Twitter lady come at me today and start leaving me horrible hate messages. And I was like, he didn't seem to notice. And I was like, you know, it kind of bothered me that, you know, you didn't seem to care. Like it kind of upset me. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then, so we just talked about it. And so I wasn't carrying this like low level resentment after that. I just said it. And it has taken me years of being with this man to feel like I can just blurt out something like that. Hey, this bothered me because I was so in a habit of like being with partners that would always be like, you know, they turn it back on me, make me feel bad, gaslight me. So the fact that I can, he's a, he's a safe person, which for me is everything. And I can just say anything. So, so the first thing is airing of grievances. So that's an example of like a grievance I aired today. And he's just him going, oh, I'm sorry. And like touching my leg. Uh, that just did everything. That was like, I was fine after that. Um, and then we trade appreciations. And so we just say, I appreciate that you did this or that I appreciate your smile or that you have a great heart or whatever. And we just go back and forth and like trade appreciations. And then we say, what can I do to make you feel loved today? And it's just some little thing like more hugs or, uh, you know, 
whatever make an appointment to get the dog cleaned because she smells like whatever it is this will make me feel loved um and we just do that and 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 finding someone that you feel safe with uh, because I remember before I met John I had I had guys that I was sort of dating briefly or you know meeting and and it was like I always had the sense that if I if I had too many grievances, they'd be like, okay, I'm, this is annoying. I'm done with you. So I had this real fear of John is going to get sick of me having grievances. He's going to like, and he never has. And he's like, I never will have all the grievances you want. He's like, at least you're nice about it. And so it's fine. And so you just want to feel like you're with somebody who's, you're not like, are they going to run? I think. Someone who gives you the space and is a container big enough to hold you. And I think the flip side of that is someone like the wrong person will make you feel like too much. The wrong person will say you're too much. That's the very much the wrong person, but the right person or, you know, the right person for now is someone that is big enough to hold all that you are. I love that, Mandy. That's a beautiful way of saying that. And for any woman that's ever been told she's too much, it's like, yeah, when you have a lot of money, it can just feel like too much sometimes. And, you know, <laughs> like it's a lot. But it's like, I mean, it just popped in my head just now, but I'm like, I I was trying to think of a metaphor, but it's like, you know, the too muchness is often what's right with you and you're made to feel like it's what's wrong with you. So find someone that is happy that you're a lot or too much or whatever, all of what you are. Yeah. You're not too much that they're too small to contain you. That is exactly it. So just like your thrift store, the things you find in the thrift store that you love and you're going, how is this here? This is amazing. Remember that that is something that didn't fit for somebody else. The same thing with dating. Like these men have been thrown back by somebody else because they weren't right for them. And maybe it's perfect for you. Try it on, see if the price is right, whatever you're going to do. But like, you're the same way, right? Like somebody else has disparted oh, yeah. or like put us back into the dating pool. Right. So it's like, oh yeah. My exes have, they could probably just be like, oh, she's too picky and she's so organized. It's so annoying. And she always had grievances. And like, they could just go on and on and on about like, whatever. And it's like, those are the things John's like, oh, oh, I love that about you. So it's like, find somebody that loves the you-ness of you and doesn't make you feel wrong for who you are. Because like as women, I mean, I'm using this term very liberally today, but like we just gaslight, we gaslight ourselves constantly and tell ourselves I shouldn't be feeling this way and I, maybe they're right. And so it's time to step into our power and just know that we are exactly as we should be. Yeah, I love that. It also makes me think that like a good person for your relationship is also going to be someone who wants you to expand into that and is willing to let themselves be expanded by what you bring. That is beautifully said, Mandy, beautifully said. And that was, I think one one of the things on my list is I can expand as much as I want and it's never going to be, he's never going to put a cap on me. Yeah. And in whatever way I need to. And, and this is actually whatever it's a night. It's a cool thing about Pisces guys. I thought I'm trying to get everybody to date Pisces, but like <laughs> they like a woman that expands them. That's like one of their actual traits. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Somehow I ended up with a Leo and I was like, what? <laughs> like a Leos are, I love Leos. They have such good hearts. He is such a, he is honestly a great big softy and his stuffness is kind of rare. So I haven't done his full on birth chart yet, but I think I'm going to have there's, <laughs> there's gotta be something else like rising and some other moon in there. Cause he's oh, it's not interesting like, when you do that. Yeah. Um, 
So I love those tips. I love uh, the check-in thing. Mr. Boyfriend and I do a very similar end of the day sort of, uh, we got this from the Gottmans. Um, I'm a big fan. I, I oh, love yes. the work the Gottmans do with relationships and we do a, an appreciation type of thing every night. And oh, we try to great. mention like two things that went, that we really enjoyed about the day. And sometimes there are things like you said, where it's like, I really just appreciated that you took out the trash today. <laughs> that was so helpful or thanks for staying mm-hmm. out of my hair while I got XYZ done yeah. or it's just, it can be little stuff. And I think it's a, a compilation of all the little things. What might mm-hmm. seem small to someone else feels really big if it's important yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. So true. Um, what other things uh, do you think we could, are, are there other tips? So like, I love the check-in. Um, I love the finding someone who makes you feel really comfortable. Is there another tip we could give to people another exercise maybe that would strengthen people's relationships or like what would these same things help people that are in long-term relationships because you know like there's kind of a honeymoon phase and then you settle in and things become routine and normal what do you I think yeah I think doing that I think doing that on a regular basis ideally like maybe two or three times a week is it's like life-changing because if you're not doing that it's just it's so helpful so even just that is so helpful but um, you know, setting aside, um, planning cool stuff together, I think is really huge. Like John and I plan trips, as you know, we're going to be going to California next month. Um, that's something we like to do. Um, we like to go to Telluride. We like to just plan little like in town dates. And so, you know, making that a priority, I think is just, I mean, that's kind of just a cliche thing, but, you know, planning activities together. And if you don't have a lot of money, you can plan a picnic or plan a walk or just doing, doing activities. And here's something that just popped in my head, do things that like, you like the way you see that person, I guess is kind of a shallow thing, but like, let's say for example, you both like to work out. I like to, I like to see my husband do like toe to bar exercises. So I'm like, damn, you go, John, ah. you're man. Like, woo. So like, I'm like, okay, doing stuff like that together, planning things where you can see, see each other shine is kind of fun. So if you can think of things like that, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So when you are talking about uh, planning things together, it made me think of this little thing that I've seen on Instagram about how they say like every two weeks, plan a date together. Every two months, plan a weekend out together. Yeah. Every yeah. two years, plan a really big vacation, something like that. It was like the two, 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 yeah. but it was kind of, kind of, it, it's nice to kind of give guidelines for me. I'm like, oh, that's actually really nice. Like, cause it gets yeah. you into the rhythm and you don't forget to, you yeah. think that you'll always plan stuff, but if you're not intentionally planning it, then you will lose out on, like you, you won't do it. Right. Totally. So, or take advantage or take, um, take it for granted. And so I really like how you, who you suggested that. And, and I also like how you, you were saying, you know, you like to watch John do the toe to bar thing and that you cheer for him. And, you know, maybe one of the things that we, should look for whenever we are trying to strengthen our relationship is to look for opportunities to cheer the other person on. I'm a big person on, um, like in my past relationships, I, I like to literally be my person's biggest cheerleader. So like the biggest and loudest cheerleader. So whatever it is that they're working on, whatever goals they have, whatever it is that they are hoping to, you know, to achieve, I want to be the loudest and biggest cheerleader for them. Beautiful. And that's a great way to strengthen a relationship too, just to be a cheerleader, just give, cause you get what you give, right? So putting good energy into it, you'll get that back. 
exactly I was gonna say if you're putting that out there that's also the things like think of the things you put out there you're probably going to want the same in return from a person that you're and enter into like a relationship with and I noticed that that's exactly right and I noticed that with with my husband is you know when I'm feeling like I'm not getting enough I'm like okay I need to reset my attitude and my mindset and go am I going up to him and giving him hugs? And I, am I going up to him and telling him kind things? And so, you know, it's like, we have to sort of remember to like give and be loving and sort of be make sure that we're doing that. Yeah. So you do coaching. That is your business. How Mm -hmm. can it help to have a therapist or a coach help navigate relationships for those who might be looking to hire someone? Yeah, I think Therapists, there's so many different kinds of therapists. A lot of them are more listeners and take more of a listener role. I I do a coaching model where I'm very interactive with my client and, and it can help. I mean, it can, it can make all of the difference because um, if you're working with somebody and you have a goal and they have the idea of, um, they have the steps to help you to you know achieve that, that can be the difference between getting what you want and not getting what you want. And so I highly recommend whether it's with me or somebody else that you really you have to really vibe with the person working with somebody. I'm just a big fan of working with somebody that gives you actionable steps. You know, I've had so many of my clients have said like, I like this better than therapy because I'm not just telling you my problems. You're actually working with me to create, okay, how do we, how do we change this situation? So for me, how I work is I, you know, I have this one degree model where we do small steps and there, there, there's two ways of doing steps. There's external things like, okay, let's get you on dating apps. Let's help you with your profile, like whatever it is. And then there's internal things like, let's make sure we're really clear. Let's make sure we're getting rid of all of our, our blocks. Let's clear out our patterns. Let's, you know, make those internal shifts that are so important and having guidance on that can, can be all the difference. So I think it can, it can really, really help. Um, and, and it can be really fun and it's done. And that's why I have the stick withable and the doable and those kinds of words, because it has to be something, you know, we, when I work with clients, I work with, you know, whether they're okay, all I can do is this, then you do that. And it's, and it's better than nothing. It's progress. So, you know, even if it's just a little bit every day doing these little things, these little adjustments, they make a huge difference. You know, I'm a big fan of the book, Atomic Habits. If you don't have it, get it. It's an incredible resource. And it always, whenever I reread it, it reminds me of like how much those little shifts, like they make a huge difference over time. It's similar to like your financial situation. If you're, you start putting a couple, maybe you don't have a hundred dollars, $500 to put away weekly, monthly, whatever it is, but you make tiny little deposits and it eventually turns into this great, big, beautiful thing. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I really love that approach to relationships and tweaking things in our lives that just need a slight shift. And yeah, it's just moving the needle in the right direction and just making those little shifts. It's like the, you know, another great book is the compound effect, but just like that little amount that you, that you change every day, it just, it just builds on itself and adds up to so much, which can be freeing because if we're perfectionists and we're always like, to do so much. And then we kind of can get into a habit of like not doing anything because we feel overwhelmed and we feel like I can't do it all. And you don't have to do it all. You don't yeah, you when, can just make those little steps. If my list gets too long, I'm like, I'm shutting down too yeah. much to do. Can't What's do anything. Clicks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, totally. I'm not, yeah, like I'm not getting out of my pajamas today. Bye-bye everyone. <laughs> yes. Well, we yeah. all have to have days like that anyway, but yeah, it happens. 
I agree. I agree. This has been so great. Is there anything we haven't touched on regarding relationships that you want to add to this? I feel like it's been so. Yes. Thank you so much, Tess. Oh, it was so fun to talk to you. I could talk to you ladies all day. It's so fun. But no, I mean, you know, we could talk, we could, we could talk for another 10 hours and cover all kinds of things, but yeah, you kind of get, I mean, you get the general idea and everybody listening will be in a different place. Some will already be in a relationship and some will be looking for love and just know that whoever you are and wherever you are and whatever your past experiences, you can, you can find what you want. You can find someone who you will feel so good about and will treat you like the beautiful human that you are and you deserve so much. And so anyway, yeah, That's awesome. I could and go on and on, but yeah, we, we all just, we all have, we all just deserve so much and we often get in our own way and think we don't. And Wow. Yeah. That's, that's a big one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's one of my steps is really stepping into that. Like, you know, you deserve it because we block, we block so much because we don't think we deserve. Yeah. And if you're hiding from it, you're just stop being scared of it and let yourself believe that you can have it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, we tell ourselves so much crap, but yeah, yeah. just because you think it doesn't mean it's true. (laughs) Oh, I hundred percent. I subscribe to that totally. You are not your thoughts. Yeah. doesn't mean it's true. I love that. Just because you think it doesn't mean it's true. Yeah. I love that. It's a big one. I mean, I thought all the time, I'm never going to find someone. I mean, you know, and you can, and it's okay to still have, and you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to get all of this right in order to find your person either. And so just because you have those negative thoughts, just put the positive thoughts in there and it's, it's okay. You just do your best. Don't be, don't be hard on yourself, you know, be kind to yourself. It's a process. And it just, it takes time. Be kind to yourself and you don't have to be perfect before you, you know, none of us are perfect when we meet our person. So you're good yeah. enough. Yeah. Mind yourself. They, yeah. And they will enjoy that. You're a work in progress. Absolutely. Oh, and here's another little tip. Look in the mirror. This is something I try to do in the mornings. I look in the mirror because I grew up with so much negative self-programming so much. I grew up in like the eighties with all of the like magazines with, we didn't really have body positivity back then. And you know, and it was all, it was just so like, you know, it was so disheartening to feel like you're not enough. So I just had so much negativity around what I thought I should be and what I wasn't. And so many decades later, I still am just every day try to look in the mirror and just say nice things to myself and build myself up, you know, like I'm my hype girl. And so we, you know, it's like, you kind of have to do that consistent consistently in order to feel you know, you kind of stay in that mindset. So take some time, look at yourself in the mirror, say nice things. It's incredible how many women I've worked with though, who are just stunning, beautiful, worthy women who can't think of anything nice to say to themselves in the mirror. So if if that's a struggle, that's, you're not alone, but just find anything. I have kind eyes. I have, you know, my skin is glowing today. I'm just looking at Mandy. So that's what came to my mind. Um, (laughs) She is glowing. beautiful smile. I'm a kind person. I have a good heart. I have a cute laugh, whatever you, you know, whatever, just say nice things. Just start building yourself up. Very important. Awesome Awesome tip. I love that. Um, if people are interested in finding more Tess Chalice, they can go to testchalice.com. We'll be sure to put that in the show notes, but it's T-E-S-S-C-H-A-L-L-I-S.com. You're on Facebook as and Instagram as Tess Chalice, correct? Yep. Perfect. Not too and, hard to find. 
Tess's <laughs> stories are really fun to follow on Instagram because Aww. you get all sorts of good food content. You get all sorts of really motivating and positive and like love yourself content. And you also get fun cat and dog content. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> So if you like seeing a cat that is usually up to something silly and or naughty, uh, that's a great place to go. (laughs) If you want to smile on your face, that's where you go. Love it. I love it. If you want to see a dog jump up in the air for a piece of, for a kernel of popcorn and then cradle it in her mouth and take it to her special spot. Oh my gosh. She's so funny for that as well. One piece of popcorn. She has to like, take it to her little bed. Yeah. She just holds it in her mouth because she's like, I got to go to my special place, eat it. It's it so has cute. to be half melted by the time she gets there, right? <laughs> Sometimes she does it with popcorn. She usually will do it with things that aren't as melty, like a pumpkin seed. If I give her oh. a pumpkin seed, she'll cradle that in her mouth and, and take it to her spot. Aww. She definitely so did that. I forget if I gave I would gave her like some carrots or green beans, maybe both. I I gave her some veggies one time and she definitely like took them and ran off towards her little bed. It was, it's so cute. It's so like, funny. We got it. And that's, you know, it's a little side note. You got to eat your vegetables, people. Look at this little dog who's like freaking out over a broccoli stem. Like veggies are actually good. They're oh, good. Yeah. They make <laughs> animals and people happy. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. Thank you so very much, Tess. We've uh, had a blast with you. Oh, me too, ladies. Thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, we hope everybody goes and follows you and finds you on the social medias. And uh, are you taking coaching clients right now? I have room as, as of this moment, I have room for two more Okay, and then I'm pretty much capping, but yeah. Awesome. So if you're interested in exploring that, hit up her website and uh, see what Tess is about. Yes. And we'll do a free, we'll do a free chat. I won't be weird and like, be like, are you gonna, I can't, we sell this. Can we close this deal? Like it's nothing, nothing like that. We do a free chat and we just see if it's, you know, if this is something that we both feel great about. And if so, then we do start and we try it. That's beautiful. Very yeah. high vibration. <laughs> Thank you. It takes one to know one. Thank, Thank you, you ladies. And as a final note, if you would be so kind to give us a rating and review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, it is truly helpful to our little show. And if you found this episode helpful to you, please share it on social media or with a loved one. You can find and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Woman Get In. And you can find me, Miley, at Dr. Smiley Miley. And I, Mandy, am at MandyPants15 on Instagram. Thanks so much, friends. We'll see you next week.